Hey friends, it's John Klein III with episode 33 of Shadow and Flame of Magic, the podcast. And today we are going to review all new X-Men issue 22 point now. Let's get to it, to it, to it. Once again, thank you to Francisco for providing the theme song to the podcast. Really appreciate it. And this is All New X-Men issue 22 point now because it's part of the All New Marvel Now initiative. The bonus digital edition and digital collection. See inside for details. Um, it will have cost you $3.99 US. It's rated T. And this is part one of six of the trial of Jean Grey. And uh, the plan is just the next six weeks to review all, like, the series. So I'm pretty excited about it. This was an amazing issue. So, and since this is, oh yeah, it came out in March 2014. Creatine is Brian Michael Bendis, writer. Penciler, Stuart Emberman. Uh, inks, Wade Von Crawl Badger, coolest name in comics. Colorist, Marte Garcia. Or Gracia, letter VCs Corey Pettit, and um, assistant editor Xander Jaraway, associate editor Jordan D. White, editor Nick Lowe, Alexa <laughs> Axel Alonso, editor in chief, Joe Casada, chief creative officer, Dan Buckley, the publisher, and Alan Fine, exact, executive producer. Inside cover is Wolverine number one by Paul Cornell and Artis Stigman. Um, so, so that creative team alone is like a murder's row of amazing talent. So, all new X Men at this point was just on all cylinders. And so, the recap page, uh, which is very helpful, says born with genetic mutations that give them abilities beyond those of normal humans. Mutants are the next stage in evolution. As such, they are feared and hated by humanity. But a group of mutants known as the X-Men fight for peaceful coexistence between mutants and humankind. But not all mutants see peaceful coexistence as a reality. Old habits, but I'm putting the phone next to my face even though I'm using the AirPods to record. So, like, I'm trying to get all dramatic. But, like, that's not where the speaker is. Anyway, so that's the mission statement for the title. So this is the recap section. The original X-Men were brought to the present in an effort to help show the present-day X-Men how far they have strayed from Xavier's dream. After learning of their future, the original X-Men found themselves in conflict with one another as they tried to come to grips with their destiny will bring. This especially affected Jean Grey and Cyclops as they learned of their future together and Jean's subsequent deaths. Although they have attempted to return to their own time, to discover that they are, in fact, stuck in the present. Recently, moving from Wolverine's Jean Grey School to present to present-day Cyclops' new Xavier School, they have joined by the newly rescued X-23, yet this new home may not be as safe and secure as they have been led to believe. So we have the Xavier School Danger Room. Professor Kitty Pride, X-23 Destroying Some Robots. The laboratory of Beast. Um, he's doing a timeline. It looks like he has a timeline A and timeline B. There's lots of science on there. He has apocalypse question mark. 
Can't go back, question mark. MJ, Scott leads to Mr. Sinister Utopia. Scott also leads to this formula. Um, Scott merges with Apocalypse. Uh, brief, a bit, oh, he, he, the future, there's a hope, there's future X-Men. And then there's the backyard, and Iceman's seeing Run DMC's Tricky. Well, I'm making a snow angel, which is very fun. Um, and this is during the time where the, uh, oh yeah, I guess I should mention the tight. The cover has the all-new X-Men team, um, with their pretty cool, like, um, uniform look, where they each all have, like, a white torso and legs, and then boots and shoulders and gloves matching their color scheme. So Cyclops is a light blue. Uh, Hank's a orange. Jean's a green. Angel is red. And Bobby's all snowed up, but he'd be a darker blue, I believe. And then behind them is the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is Gamora, Star-Lord, Drax, Groot, Rocket and Angela from the Spawn universe. Because of the deal Neil Gaiman made? Yeah, pretty sure that's... Of course it is. Alright. Oh, and so we see X-23. Laura is wearing brown for her accent colors. And then there's Cafeteria Angel. And this burger looks amazing. And, um... He's about to get a dig into a bite of his sam his burger. He's a like, Scott Warren. How are you feeling today? Good. Hungry? Starving. And then Jean comes in uh, using telekinesis to bring in her salad. Looks like Scott's having himself a burger and a soda, and she is doing maybe a glass of water and salad. And she's like, "Boys, Jeannie." How are you doing after yesterday's almost kidnapping a religious zealot throwdown? Oh, I'm okay. And then there's silence. And then Gene screams, go ahead. And Warren's like choking on his burger. What? Go ahead then. Go ahead then with what? And Warren's just like surprised while Scott and Gene are chit-chatting or... You're sitting there thinking all these thoughts, and it's okay to talk to me. Just say what you want to say. Obviously, I don't have to because you were reading my mind without my permission. Again, I wasn't. I can't help what I overhear. We've been through a lot the last couple of weeks. I just wanted to see if everything was okay. I'm okay. I'm fine. It's just, you. do you see your, your future self die? That could not have been easy. Well, yeah, I'm still processing it. We can talk about it. We're friends, teammates. How are you really? Because the point of the all-new X-Men is that Scott and Jean are not dating. Like, they are on hold. They are on pause. And poor Warren's just... Oh, and then we get this great shot of, like... There's, like, 20 tables. And Scott clearly sat next to Angel. And then Jean clearly sat on the other side of Angel. Where they could have sat anywhere. And Gina hand her face is like, if I want to talk about it, I would. That's healthy. Who says I haven't cried? Stop reading my thoughts. Stop thinking judgmental bloop about me. And Scott looks like he's about to cry. And the Gene waves a fork at him. That's not fair. 
And you know that's not true. And poor Warren's like like moving his collar like a classic eighties sitcom of like yikes. I don't know that. You're you're the one who knows everything that's going to happen to us in our entire lives. You've seen your entire life. You know about our entire relationship. I only have bits and pieces. I only have things that I discover as we go. You won't even talk to me about it. I really don't think it's healthy for us to know that much about our destiny. But it's okay for you? I didn't ask for any of this, and I did. Okay, what what do you want to know? I want to know, or no, honestly, I don't want to get caught up in all of this with you. I just want to know you're okay. You're going through a lot. You're one of, if not my actual best friend, in regards to whatever else is going on with us. I just want to know you're okay. Which is nice. Like To me, it reads sincere. As he having a back, uh, back burner thoughts, clearly Jean's responding to those as well. And Jean's just cross arm. Angel was very invested in like, what's going to happen next? What? I didn't say anything. I'm dealing with it, okay? I'm dealing with it. That's what I do. And then originally, where I read this an hour ago, I went down, but because it's a Bendis comic. You really got to look at the caption boxes that lead your eyes to like, oh, it's the next one. Stuck in time, dealing with it. Find out I die twice, I deal with it. Find out my whole family dies, dealing. And now like her food just being um, telekinetically thrown about. Find out we get married, but you end up with Silver Boobs McGee. I'm dealing with it. And Warren now picks, like, perks his interest. Silver Boobs who? And poor Jean's like, you know, I imagine sensitive about like, oh, that's who your future self likes, Emma Frost? Where it's like, well, yeah. Then to top it all off, I die in front of myself, and yet I deal with it. And she throws her hands on the table. I'm dealing. And Warren starts standing up, Jean. And Scott's looking at his drink and, oh yeah, his soda fell down. And he just picks it up. And he's like, "Excuse me." And Angel like mouth a gap. Like, he, that was really uncomfortable. Bobby would have loved that. And speaking of Bobby, we see him outside. He's still singing the Run DMC song. And I don't know. Bobby just looks like he's covered in the softest of snow. And this is where like Marte uh, Gar- Garcia. Just does an amazing job. Like I can't believe we don't have an animated series of something inspired by his coloring techniques. But anyways, he looks up in the sky and you see some lights, and then lights are just like lasers are coming down at him. He's like, ah. We have an ad here for Madame Tussauds Hollywood, more than just a wax museum, but it is a wax museum. But I'm sure they already have strides. And so now the um, Xavier Institute's all under uh, duress and the red alarms are going off. Um, X-23's like, hey, what happened to the security breach? Evasive maneuvers required. This is not a drill. And uh, Kitty, Professor Kitty's uh, taking an interest. Gene's uh, looking up. Bobby's outside just trying to create snow force fields or snow barriers. And then we see there's a uh, kill squad now in the snow. 
And Bobby's like, got to warn. Ah! And poor Bobby's just getting blasted everywhere. We hear the aliens are talking, but in a dialogue we don't recognize, which I like the idea that it's not like hyphens of like, you know, like translated from alien speech. They're just scribbled lines, essentially. Then we get an optic blast, and they're falling down. And then we get the X, the all-new X-Men being led by Cyclops. He's like, X-Men! And Professor Kitty's behind her, him, but since she's Professor Pride, she's essentially letting him be field leader. But if anything weird happens, she'll step in. And then she doesn't have a all-new uniform. She has her um, classic red, or I'm sorry, blue and yellow style. But it does have some accents, which is pretty cool. Like one of the boots is like double yellow lines. Her belt's essentially those double lines. The gloves are operatic. But, you know, like, I miss this look, but at the same time, I feel like we've lived this look, and I'm all for Kitty not having, not rocking the classic colors anymore. And x is like, so what's all this about? Oof, that's a horrible voice. Uh, She's like, so what's all this about? Protect the school. We sort it all out later. And then Kitty, like, these are she are. This could take care of their tech. And then she puts her hand through one of the, the goon's guns, and it just electrifies her. And she just falls into the snow. Professor! That's not supposed to happen, Jean says. And then she are just um, blasting. And Laura's like, that was a mistake. And the Shi'ar just continuing giving commands. I can use my kinesis to send our attacks off course. Go get them. And then Laura like uh, slashes through one of their guns. And Hank's like, oh my stars and characters. I don't want to get everyone who's too excited. But I think we're actually dealing with honest to goodness alien life forms here. It doesn't excite me as much as you think it would. Scott says. And then optic blasts and... Uh, we see a second ship coming down. Oh, and we also see where Bobby fell. And Angel grabs Laura, who I don't think at this point they're dating, but I can only imagine rescuing her and grabbing her by the legs as he is as her back falls on top of his back. Um, you know, he's appreciating the closeness. Got ya. Oof, watch the claws. Everyone gather and, oh no! And we see the Shi'ari put Jean in a bubble. <clears throat> and then they put Scott in a bubble in another sequence where the top panel bleeds into the right page. And it makes a little whoop noise. F-O-O-B. Whoop. There, this is some sort of energy field. Can any of you hear me? I can't hear anything. And then all the X-Men are in energy fields. Cyclops blasts. Optic blasts, and then it looks like he gets uh, an aftershock where the whole ball um, lights up red, and you can tell he's not having a good time. Angel's like screaming. Uh, Jean's trying to get a balance of herself. Bobby's lifting his head out of the snow finally. Great touch how his snow matches the snow around him, so he probably was camouflaged. So then he comes right. Rushing back in, throwing um, icicles at people. Let her go. Which is funny, because, you know, let it go. 
Anyone speak English? It's easy. Let her whoop or whoop. And she are still chit chatting. Uh, we have an ad here for uh, Saturday Marvel Saturday Morning Smash or the Hulk and the Agents of Smash, which I never saw, but it has She Hulk on it, so I should have. Um, Iron Man Annual One's coming out. What is the fallout from F- Fatal Frontier? Which I don't even register as a thing. And then this year, just take off, and Kitty's finally out of the rumble. It's like, no, they took Jean. And then Angel looks like, oh, oh, and then saw the bubbles are bursting. And so uh, Bobby and Laura fall, and Angel, you know, dips, but he has wings, so he starts flying. And then uh, he's chasing the plane, but, you know, not the plane, but the ship. And so it outruns him because as fun as Warren is, like, he flies. Gene. Uh, and then there's the Marvel The Watcher, your source for Marvel News, and Thor God of Thunder number one's coming out. Uh, all, Nova enters the all new Marvel Age with Jerry Duggan. Crashes Beta Worry Bill into Sam Alexander's orbit and balances outer space battles with World War Prime. Daredevil moves to San Francisco, a new beginning for Wolverine and the X Men. Tough one. Oh, so it must have been like the modern day Marvel bullpen. Uh, so Kitty's like, why? Why would they and Shi'ar do this? You know them? They were Shi'ar. They're our allies. Or I thought clearly not. They knew how to take me out, how to take all of us out. Which is weird for Bobby or Hank to say because, I mean, he's just a smart guy with big hands and feet. Like, to take him out. I mean, what, you just levitate him off the ground and then make sure he can't grab anything? Why would they take Gene and leave us? How uh, And, like, Hank's, I don't know, is he holding her up? And so, like, he has his arm around her and she has his her hands on his shoulders. Like, because, you know, like, Future Beast and her were great friends until this whole future nonsense happened. How do they know Gene was even here? Why wouldn't they talk to us? We've made extraterrestrial contact. This is huge news. Which is so silly. Like, Hank thinks, like, all he's seen so far, like, he doesn't, like, he thinks this is the first contact with aliens. Where it's like, dude, like, you were told about the Dark Phoenix saga. Like, you know there's um, aliens. But I guess it's his first alien um, encounter. And Laura is like, call me nuts, but I think they're coming back. And we do see a ship coming back. Why would they come back? X-Men, come here. Stay close. I'll do the talking. And then double page splash. Star-Lord takes off his helmet. He's in that Star-Lord armor look. with the. It's mostly blue with the, I'm going to say, lightning bolts that go across his chest and his helmet. Um, hey, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy. And we're here to... We're too late, aren't we? And we see Gamora with two spike or flame spears. Uh, Angelica, not dressed for the snow. Groot, Rocket, who looks pretty cute but menacing. And Drax. And it's to be continued. Next issue, follow the trial of Jean Grey in Guardians of the Galaxy 11 point now. 
checklist is going to be all new X-Men 22 point now. Guardians, oh, and there's a little check mark there, which was pretty satisfying. Guardians of the Galaxy 11 point now. In February, all new X-Men 23, Guardians of the Galaxy 12, all new X in March, all new X-Men 24, and Guardians of the Galaxy 13. Um, and in the back cover ad is the Fantastic Four, number one by James Robinson and Leonard Kirk. I want to say this is the when they were wearing red uniforms, which probably makes sense. Back cover ad is for Witcher Soldier by Remender and Boshi, where this is, I guess, after Secret Origins, because I believe Winter Soldier is now the new Nick Fury. And it's called The Bitter March, part one. And that was All New X-Men number one. A pretty great start. Sets up, you know, Shi'ar took Jean and Guardians were clearly chasing the Shi'ar. And now we're going to get a team up with them over in the other title. And I believe Bendis was writing, um, oh yeah, I got a handy printout where I found the ad for this uh, from howtolovecomics.com. But it's an image of the uh, checklist. So Brian Mayim Bendis uh, writes the whole thing. Um, art by Stuart Immelman and Sarah Bichelli. So she does the uh, Guardian side and he does the... So I imagine the trade for this must look spectacular. And so that was episode 33 of Shadow of Flame with Magic.com. Please come back next time as we um, review part two, which would be Guardians of the Galaxy 11 point now. Um, ideally, uh, this is Monday night. We're going to be going to Kelly's Comics in Great Falls this Saturday for new comic book day. So I'm hoping we can, um, well, hopefully we can bring my nephew Curtis and cause he, he's a, he's a comic book fan, which always makes me happy. And we'll go up there. I'm going to finalize my poll list, which I'm going to be doing, uh, X-Men 25, Realm of X, um, and then the J.M. DeMantis Magneto series and the Days of Future Past series. So it's like a $20 habit. I think that should be manageable. Um, and then at New Comic Book Day, I'm hoping to see what they have. So, and I heard there's an X-Men all new or free comic book. So I want to get there, you know, relatively early, but that's just my anxiety spiking. I'm sure there's plenty of copies for all to enjoy. Um, but we all live in Great Falls, so who knows what advertising Kelly's comics has done. And then Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, hence why we're doing this uh crossover as our Guardians of the Galaxy tie-in. That should be the whole month of May, March, nope, nope, May, and then probably parts of June, uh, because it's six parts and four month weeks, four Mondays in May, so you know, we'll bleed over, but that's all right. And then I got some other fun things coming out throughout the year, but we'll hold off on those announcements. So if you want to follow the blog, you can go to shoutonflamewithmagic.com. If you want to follow the podcast, um, you can go to Twitter or Instagram at SNFWM. You can... Um, and please give a like and review and subscribe at whatever iPod your um, platform you're listening to. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jackal S I I I. 
as well as YouTube. We just hit the 325 subscriber mark, so that feels pretty great. I just uh, uploaded my Silver Shroud Origins 3 episode. Um, so if I do everything right, I should be able to do part four, and then that completes the entire Silver Shroud storyline. And then play a little bit of the future um, more, but I am concerned that I'm underpowered for this final chapter of the quest line, but we'll figure that out. Um, this year, Star Wars is about to come to Fortnite this week. Uh, on Tuesday morning, it will be a big update, so I'm excited. I did not play tonight. I started my Fallout video, and then immediately it was like, oh, shoot. I thought maybe there was a scenario where I could upload the video and then play Fortnite and do my dailies, but that clearly didn't work out as I chose to make record the podcast, so that felt pretty nice. And so, um, I'll talk to you next time. We if we, oh, I was leading up to if we do find watch the Guardian movie, we do a uh, review of that. And it was just considered a, a bonus episode, and then you know it won't replace this unless we wait until Monday to record it. But I think we were able to do Ant Man three relatively the next day or so. So we'll do a lot of spoiler warnings before the episode starts. But um, try not to put too much pressure on the family to make that happen. But I'm excited we can do it because. We started watching the first Guardians movie tonight and was like, man, they are, like, it's a good movie. Like, it's foolish to say, but, you know, we really enjoyed it. Um, and there's, you know, like, there's a lot of things in there that are just setting up future movies and payoffs. And it's like, this is, like, so well thought out. But, um, but thank you again for listening, and I will talk to you next time. All right, everyone, bye.